Hello and welcome to Graduate Career Mentor. I'm your host, Hamza Samatar, and thank you for listening to this first inaugural episode of the podcast. This is an introduction just to give you an overview, a flavor of what Graduate Career Mentor is all about. Why did I start it? What do I feel it's going to contribute? Um, So thank you for listening. And today we're going to talk about why I started Graduate Career Mentor. Um, I will give you a little bit of background about me so you know who your host is, where I'm coming from and what experiences have shaped my worldview um, and my interest and passion for careers and helping other young people um, predominantly to enter the professions. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into part one. Why did I start Graduate Career Mentor? And tell you a little bit about me. So I started Graduate Career Mentor to help other young people who may be graduates or undergraduates who are looking for the way in the world, who are looking to start their careers, to progress their careers, or to even turbocharge their careers. And I feel I have something to add, a value. Um, And I want to share my experiences, my insights, my knowledge um, of having been through a graduate career process from finishing university, having studied um, an undergraduate career in accounting and finance, and then entered a graduate scheme, which was very competitive and stressful and difficult, but ultimately very rewarding. And having then spent a number of years working as an accountant in the finance industry, um, both within industry and in accountancy practice. So I feel I have a lot of experience to share. And that's just at a high level, my rationale, my reason, my raison d'etre for having started Graduate Career Mentor. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about myself then. I guess if I were to tell you about me and my experiences and what shapes my views, it would be necessary to go back to where I started life. So I was born in Africa, in uh, the Horn of Africa, East Africa to be specific, um, in a small country called Somaliland, um, and specifically towards the border with Ethiopia. So my family were um, a merchant family, and they were involved in lots of trade, Um, you know, just the ordinary household, retail trade, uh, livestock trade. And then in 1991, uh, between 1988 and 1991, a war broke out. Um, 
and a lot of that business was destroyed a lot of the uh, the households uh, the communities the cities were destroyed so I was born after the war I was born after the aftermath of of all of that happening ultimately um, you know for, for one reason to another we came to Europe um, and my family settled in Holland uh, in a small town just outside Amsterdam so I grew up in in Holland and, and shout out to any uh, Dutch listeners um, whether Somali or otherwise who, who may be listening to the podcast um, hello iedereen and um, yeah and 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 it was a great place to grow up you know um i had an excellent education um l you know a great environment uh, as a young person uh, to be and i have some very good memories uh then we moved to the uk so i completed my secondary education in the uk then went to college and university here as well so obviously it was very difficult coming both to holland not speaking the language having to learn dutch having to get used to a whole new country a whole new culture but at the same time it's exciting um it's a challenge it's um it's you know it, it you learn to deal with change to adapt to change to deal with people from different backgrounds uh, to deal with difficult circumstances and I always say it was the best character building that we could have had you know the best training in um, in in dealing with with difficult um, situations and it is difficult you know as, as a, someone who's new to a country um, who doesn't speak the language who doesn't know the systems who doesn't know the culture the norms the values um, but you quickly adapt, you quickly assimilate, you quickly uh, learn all of those things, particularly at a young age. So in the UK, um, I then, you know, did quite a traditional route, took quite a traditional route. So I studied my GCSEs, then did my A-levels and um, went to university. And I was very conflicted at each of those stages. So conflicted when I was choosing my GCSEs as to which subjects to choose. And I was told by teachers, you're not smart enough to do that. You're not intelligent enough to study, for example, engineering, which is something I was really interested in at that age. Um, and, and, you know, lots of examples like that. Or these particular subjects are not available in our school. Um, and there's lots of systemic challenges that people will face um, in, in, in various stages throughout their academic career, throughout their professional career. So those are some examples. Then when I was choosing my A-levels, again, I was very conflicted. Um, I didn't know whether to take science-based A-levels or humanities-based A-levels or a combination of the two. Ultimately, I ended up doing uh, business sociology um, economics maths and law as well dropping law and uh, dropping maths so and i really actually enjoyed those kind of subjects i don't regret not studying sciences 
it's not where my strengths are, it's not where my interests are, and that just shows, um, th th there's a saying which, um, I can't remember whether it's Eric Thomas um, or, or Les Brown who says it, um, but it's something along the lines of where your heart is, there your treasure is also. So where your passion is, where your interest is, that's where you're going to excel. Personally, I always say, don't waste your time trying to force yourself to do something which you know in your heart you do not enjoy. So then I went to university. Again, I was very conflicted, um, very much in two minds as to whether to study um, something that was business related because I then decided I was very much interested uh, in business um, or to do something that's more politics related, sociology, economics, um, I mean law, I, I had quite a broad range of subjects, each of them appealed to me, I genuinely still think I could have studied each of those subjects and done really well. Nevertheless, hindsight is twenty twenty vision, but um, I settled on uh, business with accounting and finance. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the subject, um, and thereafter I went through the process of applying for graduate careers um, and ended up on a graduate financial management um, scheme. So since then I've been working as an accountant um, and that has been my journey so far. So the reason why I've gone all the way back is because it just shows how unpredictable life is. That where you start is going to be completely different to where you end up. That you cannot predict your future. That really all you can do is do the best that you can in that moment at that point in time to put yourself in the best possible position going forward to arm yourself with knowledge and skills and information and experience so i've talked you through some of the key junctions in um, my personal academic my personal life my academic and professional careers so far the reason why I was then motivated and why that is uh, relevant to why I started Graduate Career Mentor, this podcast, is because throughout those junctions, those points in life, I always had someone who um, particularly believed in me or took an interest in me um, for no reason that I know why that was, except to think it was a twist of fate, it was meant to be. Um, you know, there's always there's always people who who don't believe in you, who may tell you, our teachers who said you're not smart enough to do that, you're not intelligent enough to go to university, you shouldn't be studying this particular subject because you just won't be any good at it. Um, teachers used to say you'll be lucky to get a C at at this grade, um, but there's also people who 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 are more positive, who do see um, a positive future for you and it's important to listen to those positive voices to hang on to them to utilize them um, and to capitalize on them 
So I also had employers and interviewers who gave me a chance, gave me an opportunity, even when I didn't necessarily believe myself that I could do it, that I could make it onto a graduate scheme or um, that I could apply or get that particular role um, that, that I was looking at. So, and finally, an opportunity to learn from others within the workplace. So at the point that I started working, um, I've worked at many different organizations, large and small, and you know, there have been some amazing uh, co-workers, people within the workplace who I've been able to learn from, who've um, been willing and prepared to share their skills, their knowledge, their experience, and to impart that on me. And that's really a big part of, of why I'm starting this uh, podcast. So Graduate Career Mentor for me is an opportunity to give back. Over the past couple of years, I've been heavily involved with um, free to attend careers fairs targeted particularly at um, people and communities and young people in particular of disadvantaged backgrounds to create a careers fair, a network of professionals who are all volunteers who come out to a particular community. And we've, uh, I've worked with a, a group of, of fellow fellow volunteers who've um, volunteered their time and we've gone to cities such as uh, London, Leicester, Birmingham, Nottingham, across the UK where they've made themselves available to young people in disadvantaged communities and told them about how to enter these careers, told them about what the tricks of the trade are as they were. Um, and really just try to boost their confidence to provide um, that more bit of motivation and inspiration that you get when you know or can speak to someone who's working in that field that you're interested in, that you're passionate about, that you're trying to break into. And I thought, how can I bring that to the masses? How can we reach a larger audience? How can we achieve the greatest good for the greatest number in terms of helping uh, young graduates, young students? Um, and, you know, you don't have to be young. You know, you're never uh, too old to, to learn. And um, learning is lifelong. So although this is called Graduate Career Mentor, it's for graduates, it's for undergraduates, it's for anyone who's really interested in, in developing themselves uh, personally, professionally, academically. So, to cut a long story short, I eventually synthesized all of those experiences and the end result was Graduate Career Mentor. My vision is to have a positive impact by sharing insights, experiences and ideas with you. Um, insights, experiences and ideas which will help you to turbocharge your career. I think it would also be interesting both for my learning and for your learning um, and you know to to create a community where we can bounce ideas off each other where we can uh, share knowledge and learn from each other so I do hope that you follow this podcast 
that you follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and other social media. Our handle is at Graduate Career Mentor. So I hope that's uh, giving you a flavour of what this podcast is going to be about. I hope that's been useful um, as an introduction. So once again, my name is Hamza Samatar. I'm your host on this podcast, Graduate Career Mentor. Um, your success is our success. And I'm a big believer that if you put positive energy out into this world, the universe will return that positive energy back to you multifold. Thank you for listening. I look forward to having you next time. Um, and take care. And especially during this current time with coronavirus. Stay well. Till next time.